Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you haven't connected with us over on Instagram or Twitter, it is at NFTs, number four, newbies. Again, NFTs for newbies. We post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, some extra tips and tricks and education around this crazy world of Web3 and NFTs. Find us on Instagram or Twitter, NFTs for newbies. We got an email the other day where someone said that they listened to all these different NFT trainings and podcasts, and there's all these terms and these words that are just thrown out there like we're supposed to know what the hell they mean. That is what today's episode is about. We're going to be digging into common phrases and terms that you hear in the NFT space. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Hey, everyone, welcome back to NFTs for Newbies. So... We are going to get into all these lingos. Heather's exactly right. I mean, Heather, how many times have we been like caught off guard? Like, <laughs> I know what that means. And we're just People like, guessing. like my NFA dropped the floor price when I was farming in Discord and it had the roadmap of gas wars. They and don't really like, say that. It makes no sense. But and then I, <laughs> it's complete gibberish. It's literally gibberish. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, this, <laughs> that. And you're like, no, actually, Paul, I have no idea what you're saying. That's why I just use like reply with emojis. Just like a <laughs> smile, like. It's like a nervous, it's like, a, I wish there was like a nervous smile emoji that could be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But look, we have uh, this sheet here and it's all these terms. And this is actually, uh, we got it from a guy who actually has a, a name similar. It's, it's the same as ours, but we were it's first. Exact same. It's similar, yeah. but not us. Um, and we'll credit him in the show notes, but we'll also provide that to you. Uh, all you got to do is send us a DM and just put lingo or send us an email at nfts4newbies at gmail.com and just put lingo in the subject and we'll make sure you get this. We'll kind of, I'll try and make it pretty, but let's get into some terms, man. Um, and I'm going to start with one that's actually kind of important and uh, floor price. So floor price is the lowest price an NFT series is available on the secondary market. Uh, secondary market is anywhere you could buy NFTs, Nifty Gateway, OpenSea, etc. But the floor price, a lot of people look at the floor price to determine whether the NFT they got is winning or losing. And if you're playing the long game, the floor price is not something you're going to check every day. But let's just say there's like a bomb ass drop, right? And, and you're like, cool, I bought for 0.2 ETH. If the floor price is up, which means the lowest buy now price is 0.4, then you're like, I just doubled what I, uh, you know, it's worth double what I paid for it. So the floor price is an indicator of a project's success. Now do floor prices go down? Yes, they fucking go down. I mean, that's just the way it is. Like they can't just go up and up and up, but that is a floor price. So if you go to OpenSea or anywhere, um, even though you might see offers, you go to floor price and you will see the lowest available to be the lowest price available being sold by someone right now. So that's floor price. I think you got one for us too. What do you got? Yeah. And I do want to say on the floor price, you're going to see that used kind of as an incentive a lot for a lot of projects to say like, oh, you should buy now because the floor price is X, Y, Z. And so it's kind of like a, a little perk because it may be low and an easy way to get in on a project. So yeah, roadmap road stinking map where are we going i don't know do you guys remember having an actual map that you would look at i do in the nft space it means an outline or a plan 
of what will happen during and after an NFT's launch. This is usually in the form of added value to the NFT holders, which AKA means what is the, the vision of this project. It's like, oh, we ain't got a roadmap. That means they ain't got no vision. And you know what happens when there ain't no vision? The people perish. That's what's up in the Bible. Okay. That's what it says. I didn't write it. I didn't say it. But when you go into a project, you know, we've had people say, ask to see the roadmap. What what do you guys see um, for holders moving forward? Now you might be thinking like, well, I thought we were just getting NFTs because we want the NFT. NFTs are so much more. We've talked about that on the show, or they can be. You are actually buying into a community and a project that's going somewhere. The JPEG or the whatever the hell you buy it, like that's just one element of it. There could be a whole journey that you're you in this community are going to go on. So as for the roadmap, I got emailed one the other day. Someone was sharing about their project and it was literally like a PDF and it was colorful and it had some little graphics on it. Like year one, we're going to be here and year two, we're going to be here. So a good question to ask yourself again, when thinking about, and again, we're not financial advisors, but do you trust the people behind the project, not only to have a roadmap, but do you believe that their roadmap is something that's actually they're going to execute against? One thing I want to say about roadmaps is like, I don't think you should have to ask for it. Like if they're legit, the website's up and it's on there. And the other thing is like you said year one, year two or whatever, like, dude, two months is like two years in the NFT world. So like, you know, people cannot really for like, I, I believe a roadmap is essential, but dude, like you can't predict five years out necessarily. Uh, Deadheads is a really, really good example of a good roadmap. They have their animated series. I've seen people with bomber jackets that say Deadheads on them now. I'm like, holy crap. So um, yeah, really good call. But Heather said she had to ask for it. To me, that'd be, that's a no for me, dog, like Randy Jackson would say. <laughs> like how we quoted the Bible and Randy Jackson all in the same definition. That's how we what do it here. What do you have next, Rich? <laughs> hodl? I don't even know if you're supposed to say hodl. You I know are. you Let's see say it. it. Let's say it. Hodl. Hodl. You got to say all it right. southern H-O-D-L. It's actually derived from people misspelling the word hold. Um, but what it means is hold on for dear life. It means it is a term used by people who want to hold their NFTs or that NFT until it achieves maximum value. Okay. CryptoPunks, Bored Apes, V Friends, like some of these are, are holdles. I, I don't think it's actual, it's whatever. Hold on to them. Hold on to them for dear life because they have an insane potential ceiling. Um, so a hodl is just like one of your best NFTs that you're like, nah, man, HODL on that or hodl on that. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I know I don't even know how to say it. I feel ridiculous right now. But yeah, they're, those are high value, high big, big projects that you're going to hold on to them. The opposite of that would be paper hands, which is someone who sells super easily after, um, usually after a slight dip, which I've had paper hands before. I didn't even know I had paper hands, but now I know they were all paper all over the place. Hold on to your crap. Hold on to your wife. Hold on to your children's. Don't be letting go of your NFTs too soon, too fast, or you'd be having these things called paper hands. That's yeah. that crazy ass term. That's actually literally we... That goes right into floor price. This is good the way this actually worked out. If the floor price dips a little bit and you have paper hands, you never know what's going to happen. A lot, of people got, a lot of people got rid of Bitcoin a few years ago and now they're probably hating themselves. 
Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. Uh, so I'm gonna give you two other ones. And then again, email us, hit us up for the document. Um, but I'm gonna cover bullish and bearish. I'll just read what they say, but we got an actually extensive answer on it because someone heard us talking about it. Uh, you know, newbie style and was like, let me, let me hook them up. But here's what bullish is a belief that an NFT will move up in value. Okay. I'm really bullish on, uh, you know, mutant apes, yacht club or whatever bearish. I'm really bearish on, I'm not going to insult any project out there. I'm, I'm, I'm bearish is a belief that an NFT will move down in value. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to insult anyone's. I have no, I, I don't even have one to pick, but I don't believe in it. Um, I'm bearish on it, Heather. So I'm not going to buy it. No, thank you. Thanks for the tip, but I'm not buying it. I'm bearish on that. Yeah. So Brad Richardson, what up, Brad? Thank you so much for listening and sending us this email. He said that on an earlier podcast, we had mentioned that these are not NFT NFT terms. These are financial terms. But since I don't know about you guys who are listening to this show, this is really like a crash course for me, not only in the NFT space, but also to in a lot of financial terms and conversations. Because to be completely honest, I didn't educate myself on a lot of this stuff with just finances and investments and all of that. And so these are financial terms. And Brad sent in the email explaining what uh, Rich just shared. But he did make the comment that, quote, giving all the positive news on NFT days, we could call ourselves NFT bulls. Mm, I like are it. you an NFT bull, Rich? Yeah, yes. You, know. you are. You know. You know it. I mean, I do believe, and I think we, we're, you and I talked about covering an episode on this, but yeah, I mean, I know a zillion projects are going to fail, but I like my wallet right now. Yes, I'm bullish on NFTs. I, I do believe they're going to make a difference, um, a, a big difference, and I think they're going to be adopted in, in a lot of different shapes and sizes. <laughs> yeah. So again, if you want this uh, sheet of terms, send us an email, NFTs for newbies. It is linked up in the show notes and we'll give credit, of course, to where we got this resource. But is there anything else, Rich, before we go to our pod deck? Yes. Uh, you can, if you, there's a link, uh, a little bitly shortened link for you where you can find us on YouTube if you want to look <gasps> at us and see us act like fools or if you just want to listen to us, if you want to join our Discord, Insta, all of that, all them things are in one little right. kind of buffet I, for you. I will say our YouTube has exclusive content on there that is not released on the podcast. We have extra bits there as well. Very true. All right. We're going to need another deck. I feel like we've gone over some of these, but I'm yes. going to give you a question. Ooh, here we go, Heather. This is perfect because you're excellent at this. 
What is one surefire way to grab your attention? Oh my goodness. One surefire way to grab my attention. I would say passion in general. I really dig when people are passionate about something because I want to know why and I want to hear them talk about it. I, I'm like a passion meter. Who's passionate and what are they passionate about? What about For you? me, it would be if you make me laugh. Um, I was uh, Heather. <laughs> Thanksgiving just passed not long ago, guys, and you know, being around a lot of people is not always fun. And I was always thinking, like, what are the situations where I can tolerate being around a lot of people? And one of those is like our fantasy football draft that we do in Vegas every year. Like my Marine buddies and our friends. Like it's funny for a long time. That makes it tolerable. So if you yeah. can make me laugh, you get my attention. If not. We got to clean up. It's bath time. Everyone get out. Bye. Okay. Hey, you boring. You need, to, you need to go to a stand-up class. Rich ain't going to talk to you. All right, everyone. We will see you next time. Bye, y'all.